Louie, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Rose? Where we're going, we don't need Rose. No. I am your father. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. You're listening to After the Ending, the only film podcast where we tell you what happens after the ending of your favorite films. And now, here are your hosts, Mike Spring and Phil Edwards. Hello and welcome to After the Ending. I'm Mike Spring. And I'm Phil Edwards. And we are back with a brand new mini episode. This one themed after a series of movies that I think I, it's pretty safe to say just about everybody loves. Yeah, well, well you said, tell me what it was. I was going, what's, what is this star has? Star, I couldn't, you know. Oh, Star Wars. Yes, right. Oh. Well, then, and then once you, you know, once yeah. you read it correctly, it yeah. made a lot more yeah. sense, I'm sure. I, I put all the word, the letters together. I didn't have a space. Right. Oh, right. there we go. So then I looked it up, and this Star Wars apparently is quite popular. It seems to be. Mm. seems like it's sticking around. Yeah, I think it's got legs. It might, uh, you know, it's got potential. Yeah, could surprise you. Yeah. Well, why don't you tell people exactly what part of Star Wars we're going to be talking about in this episode? We are going to be doing our top five favorite Star Wars aliens. Yes. Yes, very exciting. A lot of different species of aliens in the Star Wars universe, it turns out. Yes, and before you, listener, yes, you start going, well, technically, everybody and everything in Star Wars is an alien. We know. We know. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I didn't didn't count Luke Skywalker, even though he's from Tatooine. Yeah, so any, any of the human-looking aliens like Han Solo... You know, Lando, Princess Leia, all those ones, you know, just people with the, with no prosthetics on and things. We're not including them. Right. And we're not including, you know, Yoda and Chewbacca because, you know, they'd be on everybody's list. Well, yeah, we figured no no main characters who are aliens. Uh, but, you know, there's still, boy, a lot of aliens in the Star Wars universe to choose from. So this should be an interesting list. Yeah. I don't know how much overlap we're going to have. I but, know, uh, I know. But we're also, also as well, we're having, it could be either like an alien race if they didn't have one main character uh, or you can have an alien race represented by one character. And we'd also right. looked at the fact, you know, the Star Wars cartoons and some of the other spin-offs can also be included. Yep, yeah, pretty much anything that's been on film yeah, at some yeah. point. Okay then, so hit me with your number five Star Wars alien. All right, my number five is the Sarlacc from Return of the Jedi. Ooh, that would nice. be the pre-computer-generated special effects adding the beak and all that oh, stuff. Oh yeah, I wasn't just the, about just stupid. I, I don't know, just the classic Sarlacc that will digest you over a thousand years uh, that you know Luke and Han almost end up in and Boba Fett does end up in, although of course many people believe he got out. But you know, I know it's just a big hole in the sand with like some teeth and, <laughs> and a couple of tentacles, but I was always fascinated by it as a kid. That was always one of my favorite scenes in Return of the Jedi. And when I was going through this list and, and I kind of, I had, you know, I narrowed it down to a pretty sizable list of aliens that I liked, but I kept coming back to the Sarlacc. It just had to make it on here because I, I like the fact that it wasn't, you know, a big monster yeah, yeah. that had legs and arms, but it was just this sort of, you know, big mouth I'm in very, the sand. It's quite scary as well when you yeah, think about it. Yeah, right, exactly. So so that's it. That's my number five. I really always enjoyed the Sarlacc. It was a cool concept and it looked great. An excellent an excellent choice. I liked it. I liked that. I didn't... Yeah, no, I'm glad I'm glad they got on your list because uh, I always liked the fact, you know, it, it digested people over a thousand years. Right, like that. right. Which obviously there's some logical, you know, issues with that because yeah. really, I mean, Luke would probably die after about what another sixty or so. Yeah, um, you know, just from old age, if nothing else. But I, it, it's still neat in concept. But but I but I always wanted to know. It's in the middle of the desert, and the size of it. It must. How does it, you know, sustain itself? It must. It's crazy. And is it the, is it the only is is there only one Sarlacc? 
Oh, the lots of them on Tatooine. That is a good question. Yeah. I don't have the answers to any of those questions, but, but I still think it's pretty cool. Oh, no, definitely very cool. Cool. But <laughs> uh, doing this list as well, when you when you go to search Star Wars Aliens, then you just see how many there are. Oh, pages and pages oh, of results. It's crazy. The amount of stuff for Star Wars is just phenomenal. Okay, my... Uh, my number five, it's the alien species known as the Zabrax. Okay. They are known as near-human carnivorous species nat- native to the planet Eridonia. Uh, they've got horns atop their heads and two hearts, and uh, you'll know them best by Darth Maul. Ah, okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> but because uh, Darth Maul, the prequel's pretty lousy on in general, but Darth Maul in the first one was just... He just looks amazing. That was the main thing. As a Sith Lord, he had a list of face, facial tattoos and things like that. Just incredible. And when you saw him in the trailers and things, you're going, oh, my God, what is this? And then you see him in it and you're going, oh, he's doing all this fighting. And there's the big fight near the end. You're going, oh, this is brilliant. I can't wait to see what he does. Oh, he's been cut in half. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. But, yeah, so it was just great. I just a great design, uh, scary looking, very skilled. You could take on two Jedi and... Uh, if, for those of you who didn't know, if you've been watch, if you watched the Clone Wars and then Star Wars Rebels, Darth Maul didn't actually die. Right. He got robot legs, like spider legs, and then other legs. And the character developed and was really, really good. I mean, Star Wars Rebels is a uh, his arc in Star Wars Rebels is just phenomenal. Yeah, and, yeah, it's really good stuff. Yeah, it's just just great. And that's uh, he's my number five, the Zabrax. Very good. Okay. Well, it didn't make my list. I think maybe I, I was thinking of him a little bit more of a main character, but certainly a, a great choice. Yes, thank you. All right. Well, my number four is the bounty hunter known as Bosk. Excellent. Uh, and he is the, uh, for those of you who might not know the names, he is sort of the iguana-looking, lizard-looking one with the, with the spiky thumbs. I think he was based on an iguanodon yeah, dinosaur, yeah. actually. Um, and, you know, this one I think boils down to uh, my love of his action figure as a kid. <laughs> I, I had his action figure, uh, him and IG-88, and I had both of those. They were the only two bounty hunters. They were the only two bounty hunters that I had because really Forlom and Zuckus were pretty much the same thing. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, but I was just like the way he looked. I was fascinated by dinosaurs as a kid. He was a great action figure, kind of this like dinosaur in a space suit with spiky thumbs. And uh, again, just one of those ones that really holds a place in my heart from when I was a kid, which is when I obviously fell in love with these movies. So he's my number four. And also his action figure had one of the coolest guns. Yeah, yeah. No, I know exactly what you mean. Uh, my number four is Kit Fisto. He was a... Jedi Knights, he's uh, from the race of Nautilans. Yep. And they're the ones who, well, how do you describe him? Uh, he's got the big black bug eyes yeah, from the yeah. prequels. He's got kind of like a squid head almost, like yeah. a couple of tentacles on his yeah, head. Yeah, two tentacles either side. He doesn't have a, doesn't have a squid mouth. That's a different race. But this one, Kit Fisto, he was a great Jedi Master. I think is he the one who goes with, I think he goes to get the uh, Palpatine with Mace Windu, yes. I think. Yeah. Yes, he he's does. one of them. But he's... Uh, he has he has an expanded role in once again the Clone Wars and the Star Wars Rebels where he's really cool. Especially there's one I think it's in Rebels, is it? Or maybe no, it could be Clone Wars where he's uh No spoilers. Well it's just it's basically where he it's an underwater planet. I think it's the Mon Calamari planets where he's he's there and you see him, he's like basically swimming around with his lightsabers going. It's really cool. Oh cool. Lots of good stuff like that. But uh yeah, yeah he was great. He's got a good uh, personality as well. He was a bit of a joke. He liked a joke as well. He wasn't as serious as all all the other Jedi's could often so often be right, right. A great fighter, cool character, and well, yeah, because he he's a Jedi Knight. Right there, you go. Excellent choice. All right. Well, my number three is the Wampa from The Empire Strikes Back. Uh, I know he's only on screen for a, a hot second, but uh, again, so many of these choices come back to when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I yeah. just 
you know, watching Empire and that he was so cool looking and so mysterious and so big and scary. And, you know, he, he almost beat Luke and he cuts his arm off and it's like, whoa, that was really kind of scary and intense for me when I was, you know, like five or six years old. Uh, so I don't know. I just think it's a cool looking creature. I like that. It sort of is like a, like a Yeti type creature almost. So it's kind of based in that sort of mythology. Um, and I always just thought he was really neat. No, an excellent. Yeah, I know. I, I do like the one, but just, yeah, it's the abominable snowman thing, isn't it? And the fact, yeah, the fact he got Luke as well, and you weren't sure whether Luke was going to get out. Right, You're right. right. Good choice, good choice. Uh, my number three, it's uh, the race known as the Schistervenen species. Sure. Yeah, which is, uh, it's basically, you know, in um, Star Wars A New Hope, I went in the cantina, and it's, the, it's like the werewolf-looking one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but that was, apparently he was called Laxivrak. Yep, Laxivrak, that's right. And uh, I just thought, I remember... Obviously, when you're a kid and you see the cantina scene, is suddenly when the scope and the scale of Star Wars kicks in. You're going, "Oh my God! There's all these, there's all of these other things, creatures, aliens. What's that thing there? What's that? Who's this thing? Why is that little, that big fairy thing rubbing its little nubbly nose and all that stuff?" Right. But then you see the werewolf guy as well, and you're going, "Oh my God! They got werewolves or wolf people, whatever <laughs> it is." And I just yep. remember just hit, hit me as a kid, just going, "You could have anything. You could do anything." I probably drew loads of different creatures and things like that. But the fact it was like almost like a classic, a classic monster from them. The monster movies that I always liked as well, seeing it in a sci-fi setting just suddenly blew my imagination wide open. Right, right. But that's, uh, that's, that's awesome. That's my number three. My number two is a more recent pick, and it is Maz Kanata from The Force Awakens. Oh, nice pick, uh, yeah. Yeah, she's the one who uh, sort of, uh, you know, helps Ray kind of realize there's some Force stuff going on on the, the planet before they get attacked, and she gets Ray gets captured by Kylo Ren. A little short, you know, alien old lady, kind of like uh, Sophia from the Golden Girls, but as an alien. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I just really found her character so endearing. For having only a five or ten minute role in the film, you know, I thought uh, Lupita Nyong'o did a great job bringing her to life. She was funny and, and charming and kind of, I felt like, was sort of... I don't want to overstate it. Kind of like the Yoda of the new trilogy, yeah, yeah. Uh, at least to a lesser extent, you know, but she sort of had but that. Different enough as well. Right, right. But she was like the kind of the wise old character. But I just I just found her really endearing and I enjoyed her character so much. So she made it pretty high on my list. Yeah, I like the fact as well, you know, the history she obviously had with Han was a nice touch as well. Right, right. Exactly. She was definitely like in the mix, you yeah. know, she knew what was going on. A great pick, no, I like that. Okay, my number two. Yeah, my number two is uh, are the Athorians, which uh, are the Hammerheads, basically. Yes, almost made my list actually. Yeah, because it's mainly like you mentioned before. It was when you were a kid, you had the uh, the action figure, and I was I was the same. I remember see, well seeing it. You see him in the cantina, but then getting the action figure, and it was probably because it's such an alien looking creature. You know, it's got the the, the head comes out and sort of like goes up again. Yeah, it's got eyes on either side. It's got a mouth on either side, and it was just. It just seemed like a badass alien kind of thing. Turns out when you you go on the Wikipedia or the Wikipedia, they're like from a peaceful race of gardeners. Right. But uh, I just it just again I mentioned before, but it just hit my imagination. You just have this this alien thing which could look. You really, I think as a kid, it just you suddenly understood what an alien was. The definition of an alien when you see like the Athorians and some of the other ones, because it was just something you couldn't quite understand. You'd be going, well, how does that work? How can every mouth and How does this? Why is his finger so long? What to do that? And you could see the Athorians, you know, being in the same star system as like ET and things like that. Right, it seems right. to be the same setup. But it's just again great design and just just sparks the imagination. That's my number two. Indeed. Do you know Hammerhead's name from uh, the film? I think was it Mama Nadan or something. Yeah, Moma and Adon, uh, or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yes, very good. We're both we're both helpless geeks, Phil. Yes, I know. Well, geeks forever. <laughs> geeks for all the universe. 
That's right. Yeah, if it wasn't for geeks, we wouldn't have all these films. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, good pick. Like I said, he made my short list. Didn't quite make my final list, but I I, I did consider him pretty strongly for the, for all the same reasons. Just yeah. so cool and alien looking. Excellent. All right. Well, my number one uh, stems from a, a, a number of reasons why I, I like them. I think they're cool for one. And also I have a running joke with one of my best friends that stretches back some, uh, gosh, 20, 25 <laughs> years. And it is the Sand People or the Tuscan Raiders. You can take your pick of how you want to pronounce them. Well, but, I, I wish um, I could do the sound effect, you know, that, ar, 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 but I can't do that. Well, that's a big part of where the yeah. joke comes from, actually. It is definitely like the, yeah. you know, that whole kind of thing. Um, it's... It's a long story, which I won't share, but uh, it, I, I always thought they were they were cool to begin with, and then it just sort of became this thing that we we my friend and I ran with, and so over the years, I've sort of collected little sand people, you know, figures, or whenever I see something cool of the sand people, it's always like, ooh, I gotta have that one, because it's a sand person, you know, just, so they, they sort of have a, you know, a special place in my heart for a number of reasons, but I do think they're really cool. I love the fact that they're like these kind of desert bad guys, they ride the, the Banthas, which are awesome, yeah, yeah. you know, these super cool creatures, and I like that they, you know, they ride single file to hide their numbers you know I, I think that in the right story they could make for great villains yeah, you know yeah. in, in the first film they're they're i think in the first film is kind of the perfect version of them they're not truly evil but they're definitely not good guys either yeah then in the first prequel of course they're like like pranksters almost like shooting at the race but then the second one they're like these terrible slave traders and i think that took that a little far so i feel like the sand people could use some definition into exactly who they are uh, it's a race I would like to see explored more in some future comic series or novel or something. But I, I do think they're really cool. No, that's a, an excellent choice, yeah. An excellent choice. I can see whether you're number one. It's also the fact that they had that, that cool-looking mask on. You never knew what they really yeah, looked they're like. Yeah, they are just neat-looking, yeah. you know? Like like future space mummy-type people. And they have their cool Gadurfi sticks yeah. as a neat little weapon. Like, they just, they're just cool all around. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, they were sort of one of the first bad guys as well after the stormtroopers that we we were introduced to. Right, exactly. Yeah. No, an excellent choice. Well, my uh, my number one, it's uh, a more recent alien. It's because he he was in Star Wars Rebels, and it is uh, Garazeb Aurelius or Zeb uh, from Star Wars Rebels. Yeah, uh, he's uh, a Lasat. One of the few remaining Lasats in the uh, from the world of Lasan, which we all you know we all know <laughs> anyway. But uh, I just I just liked it. It's he was because uh, he's 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 huge. He's got a cool weapon that the like it just a gun and also uh, can use it as a melee weapon. And he was you know could climb up walls and things really well. And just a good, good sense of humor. Basically, he's like the same size as a Wookiee. And, and reading about this as well, and I sort of I already knew this and forgotten, but he was. Uh, his design was based on Ralph McQuarrie's original sketch for design for Chewbacca. Oh, that's right. When you see yeah. the old Ralph McQuarrie's uh, concept art, you realise that he's there in the background, and that's uh, it's great. I love his voice as well. He's got that big, he's uh, like an Australian kind of voice as well. He's going, Ezra, come on. I can't do his voice, but obviously. But he's a nice guy as well. You know, he's, he's fearsome to look at. He's a, a, a great warrior, but he's, he's a nice guy. And he he loves the, you know, the rest of the crew of the Ghost. The ghost and... Uh, I just think he's he's superb. I'd love to see him turn up in a live action movie at some point. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, because be cool. we, we saw we saw the ghost and uh, Chopper in Rogue One, so you know it, it could happen at some point. But uh, 
looking forward to see what happens in the last season of Star Wars Rebels. But uh, he's my number one. Excellent. Great choice. Love it. Thank you. But playing a little fast and loose with the uh, no main characters rule there, huh? Well, no, I was just I took it to me like in, you know, in the like the original trilogy. And no, things, it's but, true. It's true. It's true. I know. I'm just giving you a hard time. But the Lasats, I do like the, the Lasat design. Yeah, they're very cool. All right. Well, all good choices. No overlap on our list this yes, time. But yes. I can't say I'm surprised because there's so many aliens to choose from the Star Wars universe. Yeah. I, I most wanted to include uh, Elo Nasty. From uh, Rogue One, because mainly because you know it had Beastie Boys now. Right. Like uh, <laughs> yeah. So many good ones. Indeed, indeed. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up this week's mini episode. Uh, but we'll be back very soon with a whole new episode for you to enjoy. So, as always, we thank you greatly for listening. I'm Mike Spring, and I'm Phil Edwards, and we'll see you next week after the ending. And it's recording for the Star Wars mini episode. Just once, I want to be able to say check or something like that first. Because <laughs> you always get you always get it first. Well, you're gonna have to you know check harder. Oh God, that wasn't even what was that, Phil? It was me saying what check and then harder after it. That that doesn't even make sense. I know. Like that's not even a thing. Checkmate. Oh, God. <laughs> Remind me again, Phil. Why are you my check co-host? two? Check two. Can't hear. <laughs> Sorry, what was that, Mike? <laughs> Do you remember a time in your life before you had this, you were doing this podcast when you didn't just say weird, random crap? No, I, I, was, I used to just sit in the office with uh, no microphone, <laughs> just saying weird, random crap. All right. All right. Well, then I don't feel. Hold don't on. Feel let me just bad, check but... my records to see when I did that. Uh, good God. <laughs> you know, usually the bad puns is my department. Yeah. Well, you know. Keep yourself in check, mister. Oh, we got one in. <laughs> we got one. Better check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> I feel like no matter what I say or do, you're going to jump in and, and do it anyway. That That's my work here is done. I don't need you're, to. You're like, that's a very strong possibility, yeah. Mike. <laughs> you know me well. I hadn't considered that until you said it, but we'll see. <laughs> Let's see right. how this plays out. Uh, <laughs> yes. Top five Star Wars aliens. Here we go. You ready? Yes. Okay. Hello. Check one. Oh, check two. <laughs> you, sir, are an asshole. <laughs> <laughs>